so I'll, I'll give you um, on this RTF thing, you know, and I, I realize there are hesitations just like Jeff had. I really, I'm really glad he, he said what he said about, well, I don't, I can get it from Jesus. And that is absolutely 100% true. You can get it from Jesus. In fact, that's the only way you get it. It's the only way it comes. But here's the picture the Lord gave me. It's like, um, it's like a sandwich. <clears throat> you know, I, and I don't care what your favorite place is. These are my favorite places. So <laughs> I like Subway. I love watching them make my food. I can trust that. <laughs> but they have a couple of sandwiches I like. Now, how many other places make subs? Tons of places. There's a reason I go to Subway, because I like how they put the sandwich together. And all RTF is doing, it is taking the meat, the cheese, the bread, the ranch, the bacon, bacon. the grilled chicken. All it is, is it, they just put it together and made a sandwich and said, here, oh, I like it. Now, you can get that sandwich anywhere. You could go to Blimpy's and get something similar here, whatever, whatever your favorite place is. It's a sandwich. That's all RTF is. It is just making a meal. It took truth, 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 and put out a meal for us. In fact, it says in Psalm 23 that Jesus prepares a table for us in the midst of our enemies. In the midst of your, your oppression, Jesus lays out a table for us. And he says, eat. Feed on my love. Feed on my healing. That's all RTF is. That's, it just prepares the meal. It just put all the pieces together. You've had good pizza, and you've had not good pizza. <laughs> there's a difference. And we're finding out that there's some really good pizza at RTF they really know how to put the cheese and the sauce on thick and the oh it's gluten free but it still tastes good <laughs> not like all the other gluten free garbage I have to eat <sighs> yes let's all sigh collectively God heal us amen so I encourage you you, you, you need deliverance I'll just tell you that you need it so whether you get it now or in 20 years from now or never when you die and go to heaven and a miserable, you know, wreck, <laughs> that's up to you. But freedom and healing is available. Yeah. There is no reason for you to keep walking in oppression. None whatsoever. Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. That's why he came. Let him destroy the works of the enemy in your life. Amen. Amen. Well, we are declaring our mission statement. Let's get up. We're going to just say this together. Pop it up there as quickly as possible. Not an announcement. Just the mission statement. But we are declaring who we are, 
why God put us on the map. Are you guys ready for this? Three, two, one, go. We are raising up radical, passionate, aggressive lovers of God and people from the next generation who will love deeply, serve sacrificially, speak truthfully, live holy, and go globally in the supernatural power and presence of the Holy Spirit calling all people to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. We are busy in our mission, if you can't tell. We are busy on task with the Lord. We are focusing and refocusing our sights over and over so that we hit this target of being the kind of lovers of God and people that the Bible calls us to be. And I've been talking about different aspects of love, and today I want to talk about what it means to be an aggressive lover of God and people. Can someone say amen about that? Because we are raising up aggressive lovers of God, aggressive lovers of people, from the next generation. And to have a good understanding of what aggressive look, love looks like, we, we first have to see how God has aggressively loved us. Now before we go there though, I want to define the word aggressive. Aggressive is defined as making an all-out effort to win or succeed. That's one definition. To make an all-out effort to win or succeed. It also means to be vigorously energetic. Especially when it comes to initiative. And then the last one is to be boldly assertive. Aggressive means to make an all-out effort to win or succeed. It means to be vigorously energetic, especially in the use of initiative. And it means to be boldly assertive. So, aggressive love means loving with an all-out effort to win. It means to love with a vigorous energy. It means loving with a bold assertiveness. Aggressive love is always a proactive kind of love. It's not passive. Aggressive love is not passive. It's not a love that waits for others to show their love first before I display my love. That's not aggressive love. Aggressive love is a love that pursues. It goes after the object of its affection. Remember when you were dating? Everyone had aggressive love when you were dating. You went after the object of your affection. Some rebuffed your advancements, but, but most of us 
know what it means to be aggressive, to have a love that is a pursuing kind of love. It goes after the object of its affection. Aggressive love is not sitting on the sidelines. Aggressive love is always in the game. It's always in the game. It's always playing. And aggressive love is the kind of love that God has toward us. God's love is an aggressive, pursuing kind of love. And if we, when we look at the scripture, we can see over and over and over, we read how God is on pursuit of us with his love. And one of the, the first instances that we can even identify God's aggressive love is in the very act of creation. The entire reason God creates the earth and all of the plants and all of the animals is so he can make us in his image for the purpose of having an intimate connection with us. That's pretty aggressive love. Oh, I'll just create a universe so I can put these little people on this little rock so that they can be everything to me. That's aggressive love. In fact, Psalm 139 says God, and we were singing about it today. Hallelujah. Psalm 139 even talks about how God is constantly thinking about us. I mean, let's, let's look at 17 and 18. It says, How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. And when I awake, I'm still with you. God is thinking about you all the time. And we know when we study creation and we look at that story, we see that God created this paradise for man and woman to live in for the purpose of having intimate fellowship with God. Now, as we read the rest of the story, unfortunately, they messed that up. They broke the fellowship that they had with God. But God was not done pursuing them. In fact, skip ahead several thousands of years, and God does another incredible, miraculous act of aggressive love. God decides, I'm going to be one of them. I'm going to strip myself of all my glory, of everything that I have, and I'm going to be one of them. And I will pursue them as one of their own. That is aggressive love. John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And He was with God in the beginning. <clears throat> and through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. The darkness has not understood it. 
God did not wait for us to seek him. He wasn't sitting on the sidelines saying, figure it out. I made y'all. I made everything, but whatever. He came looking for man. In fact, God would choose us. The very fact that God would choose us and adopt us as his sons and daughters, even before creation, is an amazing demonstration of his aggressive, pursuing love towards us. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3 says, Praise be to God, to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing. Everybody say that. Say, every spiritual blessing in Christ. Say it again. Every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and his will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put in effect when the times will have reached their fulfillment to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head, even Christ. That is a mouthful of aggressive love. You could spend the rest of the year just looking about and studying out that passage of what you've been received, what you have been given as an act of God's pursuing love that he's coming after us with. John 15 and verse 15 says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Aggressively love each other. Jesus demonstrated aggressive love when he said, I choose you. I'm coming after you. You are in my line of sight. You are the object of my affection, and I will not give up until I have you. That's something to be excited about. All right, the beard is getting in the way. <laughs> Jesus made a specific choice of each and every one of you. And he was active in his love for you. He pursued you and I 
with an aggressive love. I mean, think about John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Or Romans 5.8. It says God demonstrates his own love for us in this. That while we were stinking sinners, giving God the bird, he still died for us. While you were a stinker, while you were a terrible person, and even while you're still sometimes a terrible person, he still loves us. On my worst day, as a stinker, as a sinner, his love is still coming after me. He didn't wait for me to get it together. Okay, here's some love today. You earned it. Doesn't happen that way. God's love for us is active. It's aggressive. It's a pursuing love. And it's easy to see. Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost. John 4.23 Yet a time is coming and now has come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father is looking and seeking for. God's pursuing us. He's an aggressive lover. This is, this is the picture of what aggressive love looks like. God, in His aggressive love, is seeking and pursuing us. So, when we start to think about uh, raising up aggressive lovers in, of God and people, uh, we have this picture. This is it. This is the target. It's a picture of someone who is actively pursuing God and they're actively pursuing people in love. That's our expectation of you. That's the Bible's expectation of you. I mean, what would the world look like if we, if we went into the world with the goal of an all-out effort to succeed in loving the lost? I mean, that's what aggressive is, an all-out effort to win or succeed. What if we went into the world with that attitude? Today, I am going to win at loving. It's a contest. I'm going to do better than you, so na-na-na, boo-boo. I dare you to catch up with all the people I love today. <laughs> Try it. I mean, what would it look like if we aggressively went out to show the world what the love of God looks like? Yeah. One of my favorite verses in the book of Matthew is chapter 11, verse 12. It says this, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing. And forceful men lay hold of it. Now, I like the New King James on this particular scripture. It says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And you see Braveheart and metal guitars in the background. Ching, 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 ching. 
and the violent take it by force. That excites me. In fact, in, in Luke 16, there's another related scripture. In verse 16, it says, The law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the good news of the kingdom of God is being preached. Hallelujah. And everyone is forcing his way in. Now, we're kind of half-hearted in that, yeah, amen, because we haven't seen it a lot, have we? No one's busting our doors down, not yet. We watched the Mosey Inn 30 minutes after, but that's okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. And when we become aggressive lovers, a pursuing people of both God and others, they will be forcing their way in. When love becomes a verb, people start pressing in. People will force their way into a culture, into a community of people who love aggressively. God's love is irresistible. It's irresistible. But if we never display it, if we never display God's irresistible love in a tangible, active, aggressive way, then guess what? No one ever gets to see it. We have to be forcefully advancing the kingdom by aggressively loving each other, loving God, loving the lost. That's the target. That's what we're raising up here. Now listen, I want to make sure that we're clear. Aggressive love, what it's not, okay? Aggressive love is not angry love. It's not a love that's pushy. Um, aggressive love is not a I'm right, you're wrong kind of love. Aggressive love is not a uh, militant kind of force you to believe and think like me kind of love. See, aggressive love is an active love that's looking for the lost. It's looking for the broken. It's a love that, that looks to serve others. Aggressive love is going after God no matter what it costs you. Because we can see what it cost God to pursue us. Everything. Matthew 19 and 23 says that Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And Peter answered him, We have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? And Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone, everyone, say everyone, who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children 
or their job, their fields, for my sake will receive a hundred times. A hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and many who are last will be first. Aggressive love is a love that races to the end of the line. Nope, I'm going to be last. No, I'm going to be last. I'll wrestle you for it. Aggressive love is asking, how much can I give instead of how much do I keep? Aggressive love asks the question, how can I help instead of who's going to help me? Aggressive love sees a need and tries to fill it before even being asked. You see, a a love that's pursuing God and people thinks in terms of how many lives can I touch instead of how many people are investing in me. Let's look at one last passage. Luke 15. Starting in verse 3. It says, Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and he goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together And says, Rejoice with me, for I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Does she not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. When we walk in the revelation of how God pursues us with aggressive love, then we take on... His value system. We start loving lost sheep and lost coins. Both are metaphors for people. Jesus shows us in both of these stories that love goes after the lost things in our world. Love, active, aggressive love, goes after the lost things in our world. Aggressive love goes after those who need finding. Aggressive love will risk leaving behind the safe and secure 99 to actively pursue that one Lost sheep. 
That's loving people aggressively. Frantically sweeping the entire house just to find one lost coin. I mean, that's a perfect example of aggressive love in action. You and I have to be this kind of aggressive lover. We have to be a people who actively pursue God and actively pursue people in love. Do you see yourself as the shepherd looking for one lost sheep? Do you see yourself as the woman looking for that one lost coin? Are you not my church, not my spouse or my friends, are you seeking and saving a lost world with a seeking and saving kind of love? There is so much at stake when it comes to us raising up radical, passionate, aggressive lovers of God and people from the next generation. We cannot afford to miss this target. The city cannot afford us to continue missing this target. There has to come an adjustment to this house. I love the party, but if we're not out there seeking and saving, we have missed the target. Just close your eyes for a moment if you would. Just want to give you a moment with your Holy Spirit who lives inside you. I just want you to ask him How can I be more aggressive in my love? How can I be more aggressive, God, in my love with you? And how can I be more aggressive in my love for others? Just ask him that question. I'm sure he'll put someone in your mind that you probably need to go call or ask or talk to. Sure, there's someone at your job that you need to reach out to. There's a student at your school that you're thinking about right now. Who, God, should we be pursuing with an aggressive kind of love? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, God, for pursuing us. Thank you, God, for coming after us, for becoming one like us. Thank you for the choice you made of me, God. Thank you, God, that you never relent in your pursuit of me. Today, God, I just I ask that you would burn into our mind's eye, into our spirit, into our heart, what it means to be an aggressive, pursuing kind of lover of God and people. Lord, without your Holy Spirit giving grace, empowering us, God, probably not going to do it. So God, we ask for, for an outpouring of grace. God, you, you are pouring out grace in this season, and we th we're thankful, God, as we're on the cusp of revival, as we experience renewal and refreshing, God, as a people. But Lord, we want more, 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 more grace, God, more fire, more joy, more truth, more holiness, so that we can be a light in this world, God. So Father, we just we take today all of the breakthrough and blessing, God. We thank you, Lord, for kicking shame out of our lives breaking it off and a, and a, a reigniting of destinies a reigniting of purpose and plans God that you have for us so Father we just we say we love you and we bless you we thank you God you are so good to us Help us, God, to hit the target. Thank you, God. I love you. If you need more prayer, we will have the altar team up here at the front. If you need to just come to the altar and do some business with God, we will leave you alone and allow you to do that. God bless you. Don't forget we have the baptism today. Four o'clock at the YMCA. Go and celebrate. Be blessed in Jesus' name.